podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Go down there, Diane. Let's go down there. You're like their number one favorite guy. Because you won them cash. Hi and welcome to the Tour Report from Secret Golf. We're back. I'm Diane Knox and I'm joined by Steve Elkington. Now, Elk, your your background is normal, but I am on location from the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits this week and I am so excited. This is an event, Diane. Of course, as you know, being Australian, I don't have a dog in this fight. So my job today is to get all the information about the course. I know the course very well. I was lucky enough to design a, a course with Pete Dye, who did this course. He actually took me to Whistling Straits and told me how he built Whistling Straits. Of course, you're there for the first time, and I'm just looking behind you, Dye. You look like you're in Scotland. I told you it was going to look like Scotland. And have you seen any of the sheep walking by up there yet? Not yet. So when we're recording this, it's Monday, and it's a, a very quiet day on site. I guess a lot of people are just arriving and getting their credentials, getting set up, you know, putting the the, the fine-tuning points when it comes to literally everything, because we know how crazy this place is going to be towards the end of the week when the Ryder Cup starts. But um, I'm, I've got a golf cart, so I'm going to take a little drive around. I'm going to look for the sheep. It's a course that I've wanted to see for such a long time. We have a secret golf show that was filmed here before my time with you um, and I watched that before I came here really to get a feel for what this place was going to be like but you're right and the weather today it must be about 70 it's cloudy the the way that the land looks it's very Scottish links like and Elk as you say you know you spoke to Pete Dye about the course and that was obviously the goal yeah, when Pete Dye came up to do this course with Herb Kohler, who, you know, Mr. Kohler, who, of course, is famous for all his his products with Kohler, and they had a vision for this course, Diane, and incredibly enough, people will be so amazed to find out that the way they created this from a flat cornfield was they went in and put railway cars all the way down the sides of the fairways to create this height, you know, some some elevation if you will and they were covered all over with sand and then of course pete dye made this very intimidating course that lays out along lake michigan there's probably i don't know diane i think there's more bunkers than there is days in the year i think there's 400 or something like that the key to my success well i say success i was 48 years old i had a chance to win the pga year uh, pga there of course that was when famously dustin johnson grounded his club on the 18th hole there there's about 400 bunkers. I was able to minimalize that in my, is that a word? No, that's not a word. <laughs> yeah, minimize. <laughs> minimize. I was able to minimize those bunkers into about, there was about six or seven that were really critical for me to miss. And we're gonna talk about the course a little bit more today about what actually is gonna happen in this Ryder Cup and how do we handicap it? And how do we know what's gonna happen? Well, if you do want to check out the Secret Golf Show from Whistling Straits, we actually have it on our YouTube channel. So you can go and watch that and really get a feel for the course with an appearance from Herb Kohler himself. But as you say, we're really going to get into handicapping. And in particular, well, the US team had six captain's picks. The European side had three captain's picks. Um, you said you don't have a horse in this race. I, being Scottish, and working for the European Tour this week. <laughs> I definitely, um, you know who I'm rooting for, the defending champions. 
But that, that's going to come into play, especially when we look at the characteristics of Whistling Straits. A very difficult closing stretch of 16, 17 and 18. 17 being that par 3 with the water on the left. And Elk, you talk about scary pin positions. We know at the PGA when that pin was all far left of the green and all you could see was that water and that crazy drop off. I mean, the, the closing stretch we know is going to bring drama, especially this week. Yeah, you noted the 16th hole's a par five, which will be kind of the last chance to make a birdie. But what I'm most excited about the Ryder Cup from the course this week is hole 17 and 18. If matches get there, they are going to decide it. They're so difficult. They're so nasty. For example, you just described the 17th hole can play anywhere from about 190 yards to the front of the green to 240 yards to the back of it. And famously, Pete Dye has his railway ties all the way perched down the left side. I visited over the green there in the PGA, and that was a disaster. <laughs> so as these matches close, they are going to finish. If they the matches that do get to the end of this event, Diane, they are going to be resulted, I think, on 17 and 18. 18, of course, is the most monstrosity of a hole in the history of all golf. You hit back right, you're... Your feet are almost in the water of Lake Michigan. You go up a hill over a blind, a million bunkers into this fairway, and then you just come down into the, the biggest amphitheater of people in the history of golf across water, bunkers everywhere, uh, three-leaf clover green with pins cut in each corner and just trouble everywhere, and it's spectacular. I did. I'm going to go drive the course this morning so I can take some video and pictures and, and send them to you to look at. But I heard that the T on 17 has been moved to the right. They're using the right T. So that makes that shot into the green just that bit more visually intimidating, which we know is Pete Dye's trademark. So Elk, if you were to break it down, what type of player is going to do well around Whistling Straits? Well, I've given a fair amount of thought to this over the weekend, Diane, and it's so hard to take into his consideration like guys like John Rahm who's playing so well and Patrick Cantley on the American team that's playing so well. How do you handicap them when they get together in a team? Because let's face it, I could be playing with John Rahm and I could put him in a bunker all day long and he could play terrible. I think the key at Whistling Straits is you've got to find the fairway. There's so much talk about distance, and I think I've heard Stricker might put a few tees up so Bryson can maybe drive some of these par fours. He'd be the only one that could do it, and that could be an advantage. But, Diane, there's like 400 bunkers. When you drive out there today, you'll be, you'll be amazed that every shot that misses the fairway is in a bunker. And I just think there's just no way to play the golf course from in the sand. So, to me, I start to think of guys like Morikawa. Um, I start to think on the other side, Shane Lowry, he can hit a fairway when needed. All these different style of players. And honestly, if I was going to be totally honest with you, I've already said this, I wrote this last week, there's no way in the world the Americans can match the passion that the Europeans have for the Ryder Cup. They just cannot do it. If I was the captain of the U.S. team, Steve Stricker, I'd tell them, boys, don't even try to match these guys with passion because you're going to run out of energy trying to do that. They bleed blue and yellow. Just play golf. The Americans are the favorite in this event, Diane, but they're sort of the underdog and they got to find a way to play loose and play relaxed. We, uh, I hate this phrase, but we, the Americans are the favorite on paper. 
um, and we're going to go into each team. But one other factor to consider is the fact that with COVID and this travel restricted day and age we're living in, it's the European fans are not going to be in abundance as we saw in France three years ago. Um, and really the only Europeans that are going to be here are Europeans that live in the US because it's virtually impossible to travel right now. So when it comes to the fans, the US fans are going to be dominant and they're going to be loud and they want a Ryder Cup victory for USA. Of course they do. So that's something to consider as well. Um, the rookies too, because we do have, you know, the US team is a young team. And I think of Scotty Scheffler, who's only been playing on the PGA Tour for two years, and he was one of Steve Stricker's captain's picks. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic. But as you say, the camaraderie and the team dynamic of the European Tour, the European team has always been so, it's been their secret weapon for so many years. Well, I know as I've traveled so much to Europe and been to Scotland, each one of these Europeans comes from a little town that every person in their town loves the Ryder Cup. And they literally, their, their hero is that player on the team. When I think of Seve Ballesteros or Sergio Garcia. Sergio Garcia, by the way, Diane, has almost as many points himself as the whole US team put together. I think Sergio has 22 Ryder Cup victories or 22 points. The American team combined has 24. And I can't imagine Ian Poulter being too far behind them. But yes, it's, as I say, it's, it, you know, Morikawa, Schauffele, uh, Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, all these players are, you know, when I start to think about the American seat, I haven't heard a peep out of the European teams. They've got a very tight game plan, Diane. You never hear a peep out of them. We've got some drama some divas in the US team with Bryson and Brooks Kepka. And, you know, I don't think that's going to be a factor at the end of it all. I think uh, Steve Strick is going to say, okay, boys, get out there and win me a point because that's at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, Diane. Yeah. It's getting out there and winning a point. Mm -hmm. Is it all about putting all the time? Yes. But I think the key ingredient this week is going to be guys that are going to win points this week are going to be down the middle. Don't care how long it is because, look, I was 48 years old, Diane, almost won the PGA there, so I couldn't have been hitting it too far and putting. Okay, right. So coming up on the show today, well, we're going to look at both the teams and then, well, we're going to have to make our predictions for the Ryder Cup this year at Whistling Straits. Compete against your friends on PGA Tour events. Win cash and bragging rights. Test your golf knowledge. Experience the success and failure of PGA oh, Tour players. Man. SG Tour app is an engaging golf experience designed by professional golfers that created a variety of games, including single and multi-day games, as well as tournament long contests. It's really simple. Join or create a game. Pick four players and win cash. You can even immerse yourself in interactive features, including course strategy, putt predictor, and daily content exclusively from PGA Tour players. The word is out and golf fans are catching on. So don't miss out. Download the SG Tour app now. 
It's the Tour de Port from Secret Golf this week for the 43rd Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits, which is where I am right now. I really wanted a great background for you, Elk, but I need good Wi-Fi <laughs> outside the media center with the course map behind me. That's <laughs> as good as we're getting. How many Ryder Cups have you been to? This is my first one. I know, I'm so, I'm, uh, it's such a shame because uh, when the Ryder Cup was at Glen Eagles, in 2014 was it i um, was working that weekend and couldn't get to go so that was as close as i came but um, this is a special one for me this week i'm going to be working for the european tour doing a lot of their social content so catch me there but <laughs> we have more important things to deal with right now because we're going to attempt to handicap Team USA, the Team Europe. Right, we talked a bit about the course and um, Whistling Straits being a course that you've played many times and you know so well. It's it's a real gem when it comes to US golf. Yeah, and that, that picture of the score uh, behind you there on the bottom end there, you can see that's Lake Michigan in the in the southern part of this map there, and the front nine Diane does a sort of a, a figure out. It goes along the along the water and does a loop back to the clubhouse to number nine Diane. And then on the back nine, it does the exact opposite. It goes inland for a while, and then of course it finishes back on Lake Michigan at the end. And there's some terrific holes, Diane, on this course. The par threes in particular. Are very interesting there's some big greens and they've got particular areas of the green it's going to be interesting to see if these guys have the courage in the foursomes matches to hit the ball right back into the corner because that'll win a hole there's so many holes on this course i feel like because they're so risk reward diane that there'll be a lot of changing of holes in other words it won't be a hole that stays even 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 or i think it's going to be a lot of back and forth because you can get in so much trouble at whistling straights and that's the beauty of match play there's some bunkers that are 25 feet deep and we'll probably you'll probably be out there show us one this afternoon go down in the one on number 11 about 100 yards short of the green dot i think it's got a special name like the coffin or I don't know what it is. They've uh, they've given me a golf cart today, so I'll be able to whiz around and see everything. Right, before we get into the US team, I'll give you the winning odds right now. Um, USA are eight to 15, Europe are five to two, and a draw is 12 to one, All right? So we're gonna start with the US team. And because of COVID, there were six captain's picks instead of the usual three. So the six qualifiers were Colin Morikawa, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, and Patrick Cantley. And then Steve Stricker's picks were Tony Finau, Xander Shoffley, Jordan Spieth, Harris English, Daniel Berger, and Scotty Scheffler. Elk, no great surprises, but um, what we will say is this is the first Ryder Cup for Morikawa, for Cantley, Shoffley, English, Berger, and Scheffler. So yeah, half the team are rookies. Yes, and when all those players that you just announced, and I know Steve Stricker well, I played the tour with him for 30 years. Steve Stricker's strength of his game is his putting game. Of course, everybody knows Steve Stricker is one of the best putters that have ever played the tour. And he's picked all putters, Diane. I think our trusty producer told us that on average, Diane, the American team average is about 20th rank in putting as opposed to the European teams, which is like 80th. I had mentioned to you off air that I thought the only difference between these two teams is experience and putting. The European team doesn't have as good a putters maybe as they have in the past. However, 
when you have great putters, it only matters if you have a putt to win a hole. And, and these guys have got to do a lot of work to get down the hole, these rookies. And I know I'm jumping around here a little bit, Diane, but the Europeans know how to win. They know how to win a point. Poulter, Westwood. I think this is like Westwood's eighth or ninth Ryder Cup. Maybe it's the 11th. I don't know. He wrote it somewhere. They know what it's going to feel like. They, they've seen everything. And it's going to be very interesting. The Americans should win this cup. However, the Europeans are so crafty and so experienced and have so much passion. It's, it just makes for the perfect smash up uh, Friday. <laughs> Well, we took so many different categories and we calculated the average and um, I'll give you the categories where the US team are leading by average. For the Ryder Cup record in singles, they are. Also, we looked at the 2015 PGA Championship and the 2010 PGA Championship that were held at Whistling Straits and the US are leading in those categories. Also, when it comes to uh, the world golf ranking they lead proximity to the hole scrambling putting average putting from four to eight feet stats that we all think are going to be important and current form the us are the favorites in all of those categories so i said it at the start and i hate the saying but favorite on paper the us look like the much stronger team however and I'll refer to something that John Ram said that I thought was very interesting. He was like, the, Euro the Ryder Cup is not a normal golf event. So everything is different. And that's why sometimes the European team as the underdog are the ones to really thrive. They seem to play well. When you think of what Ben Hogan said, Diane, at my course here at Champions Club, he said that he was going to put together the the worst drivers together and the worst putters together and the best putters together. And that reminded me to think of Seve Ballesteros and Jose Maria Olafable, both incredible putters, both crooked drivers. Europe put those together and they became the most dynamic team that's ever played for Europe. And why is that? Why is just two putters, they, they hit the ball all over the place and would they be able to play Whistley Straits this week? You bet they would, Diane, because they're tenacious, they're great at it. They've, both are very good at getting out of trouble. Um, again, I'm skipping all over the place here, but I like putters in Ryder Cup. Ian Poulter has won one tournament on our tour. He is the spirit. He's the spirit animal of that European team. And why is he the spirit animal? Because he putts so good. He's just, there's so many Euro clips of Poulter making under pressure putting. Guys standing on the side of the green like Rory McIlroy with their mouths wide open just watching Poulter make putt after putt, and it just means so much to him. But all that being said, Diane, the Europe, the American team is loaded with good putters. When I think of Jordan Spieth, he is an assassin. Will he be? Will he be paired with his mate Justin Thomas? Those two, I would think, would be very hard to beat in the future matches. Will Morikawa go out with Alexander Schauffele, two Californian guys? Will Bryson DeJambeau get paired with Brooks Kepka? And will that be just a distraction for the Europeans and get a point just out of sheer, what's going to happen? The Diva Bowl. I don't know, oh, Diane, gosh. but I can't wait to see what's going to happen. I mean, we're excited to see the pairings. I think uh, Jordan Spieth and Scotty Scheffler, that could be a little bit of a surprise pairing. These are guys that have known each other from college in Texas. They play together regularly. So that could be a really interesting I don't, I, I don't like Jordan Spieth and Scotty Scheffler because Scheffler's a rookie. I don't want Jordan Spieth having to worry about Scheffler. If I'm thinking like an American, I want him with another gun like 
Justin Thomas to get that point. Jordan, there's no time in this Ryder Cup, Diane, to bring rookies along. They're going to have to fend for themselves. So I know I'm impartial here, but I'm just I'm going to play. I'm playing both sides of it. I, I think I think I want both teams to play excellent golf and just. I want it all to come down to those last two holes to see how they're going to manage 17 and 18 at Whistling Straits. And when we look at past Ryder Cup appearances, um, Dustin Johnson with four appearances leads um, and then Jordan Spieth with three comes in second. And apart from that, we have a couple of guys who have played in two and one. Well, actually only one guy in Kepka that's played in two. And then we're looking at first timers um, and guys that maybe have one Ryder Cup under their belt. So when it comes to experience, the European team are definitely leading and we're going to go on to talk about Sergio Westwood, Poulter in the next section. But as you say, when you look at especially the captain's picks, Steve Stricker has thrown experience out the window a little bit with them in picking a lot of first timers, but putters, Harris English, um, you look at Jordan Smith, as we said, it's crazy that he was actually a, a pick in the first place. He didn't feel like he was. Um, and then you see Cantley and obviously the form we're getting from him. So the US don't look like the Greens are going to be that much of an issue if you go by current form. No, the golf course is, um, is sectioned off on the green. So if you're miles away from the hole, you're going to have trouble with the slopes on the greens. But if you hit the ball good, uh, because it's on the on the coast uh, or the lake, you know, it gets quite windy there. The greens aren't too undulating. So it's all about how close you can get your second shots to the pins, Diane. And when you do, you can make birdies at Whistling Straits. I think they'll uh, there's plenty of holes at, at Whistling Straits that are going to cause all kinds of problems, particularly the par threes. But um, who do you think is the – I know Patrick Harrington is the captain of the of the Euro team, Diane, but who is the captain of the team out on the course? Is it – Westwood? Is it Garcia? Is it Poulter? Is it a combination of those three? And then on the other hand, who's the captain do you feel like who holds the sort of the respect on the US team? Well, that, I think that's the thing that the European team have always had over the US team is the camaraderie, the team dynamic, the leadership with these super experienced players like Sergio and Poulter, as you said. And when you look at the US team, their most experienced player is Dustin Johnson. But, you know, he's always known as being this kind of like quiet guy on the tour who gets his business done himself and doesn't look like he interacts with too many of the other players. I mean, I think Bryson is another perfect example of that. So is Brooks Kepka. These are guys that really do kind of stay in their own little pods. So when it comes to having to, you know, work as a team and get everyone fired up, and I don't, I don't know who that guy would be on the US team. Probably Jordan Spieth yeah. has the, the amount oomph. If he gets that putter rolling and, and he's very, you know, he's flamboyant when he gets that putter rolling out on the golf course, he, he and Justin Thomas yeah. could be, hopefully, those two could be the soul of that team when they're out on the golf course, that is. Okay. Right. So that is the US team. Next up, we're going to dive into the European team. And then, well, we're going to have to make our predictions on who we think is going to win the Ryder Cup this year. I don't even know if I'm prepared to do that yet. I have to see. Got to think about it. Get in the game on the SG Tour Golf Gaming app and play four ball. It's a classic stroke play competition based on the aggregate scores of four players. Who makes your team? Well, pick four guys, one from each tier based on the current world golf rankings. Want a tip? 
you need four guys to make the cut. Get in the game on the SG Tour Golf Gaming app, available on iOS in the App Store. Well, it's the final part of the Tour de Four, and this week it's our Ryder Cup special. I am at Whistling Straight Elk. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to drive the course, as I said. I'm going to hit up the merchandise tent too. I don't know if they're going to let me in this early, but I'm going to try and get as much merch. I'm going to, uh, well, I'm working for the European Tour this week, and I feel like the Europeans are going to be in a... Um, well, they're going to be over outnumbered, overpowered by the American fans with COVID and stuff. So we're going to have to be extra loud this week. Well, the 18th hole, Diane, we already talked about this at the top of the show. It just remind, I just thought of the 18th hole of the Belfry. And I remember watching on TV how long a hard hole, the 18th hole at the Belfry, Christy Connor hit that famous one iron in there to about two feet. Uh, like a driver to miss the water off the tee and then a one iron shot all the way up into that green and that huge European crowd there, Christy O'Connor making the putt and sealing off the Ryder Cup. Well, the 18th hole at Whistling Straits, Diane, is going to be almost identical to that. It's going to be that kind of a hard, difficult, long hole. And I can't wait to see some of these matches coming to 18. Um, you know, it's going to be tremendous. It's a, it's a tremendous venue. The European team, of course, captain by Patrick Harrington is loaded with experience. The only thing that we can say about them is they're not a great putting team. When you think of Westwood gets off on his putting a little bit, Tommy Fleetwood gets off a little bit on his putting Sergio Garcia. We all know he's had his problems putting. Those are the only things negativity we can say about the European team, Diane, because we know what it means to them on the U S side of things, Diane, we've got sort of drama with the, players are they together can they be paired together they've got all kind of things and how that's going to shake out before we get to friday will be very interesting right well let's run through the european team as i said at the beginning three captains picks as opposed to the us's six but the qualifiers rory mcelroy john ram paul casey matt fitzpatrick terrell hatton tommy fleetwood victor hovland lee westwood and burnt Weisberger and then the captain's picks <laughs> which were all about the experience apart from one actually but Sergio Garcia with the greatest Ryder Cup record of all time Ian Poulter right behind him and then a first timer in Shane Lowry who won the Open Championship at Royal Port Rush just a couple of years ago so when you look at that team, as you say they're, I mean I'll go back to the averages that we talked about in the last section and the categories that the European team leads when it comes to averages are Ryder Cup appearances, obviously, overall record, four ball and foursomes. But the only stat is total driving. So on paper, the US team are really dominating when it comes to form and the stats that we're looking at. However, the key word is experience and we keep going back to it because the Europeans, they are defending champions. They know how to play the Ryder Cup and they know how to win. Yes, and the bookmakers have said so. Not for me or anyone else to say it, but the bookmakers have said the Americans are going to win this cup or they've, they've handicapped it as such. They're counting on the Americans having so much good form and so many good players and good putters that they've handicapped it to a degree where... Yes, they think, uh, I think America's won three of the last five cups on American soil. It's been very hard for the Europeans to wrestle away the cup over here in America. And as you've noted with COVID, the, 
the crazy Euros that, that haven't been able to make the trip across are going to be absent. But honestly, I don't think it matters to the Euros. They, they're, they're thinking about the people back home. They're thinking about the people watching in Europe, and that's who they're playing for, and that's what means the most to them. So it's going to be very interesting. Rory McIlroy, will we see him with Shane Lowry? Will Rory be a captain on the team this year? Will he step into the and win three points for the Euros? He's been very quiet. Diane's been on and off form. Will this be a week that he's had enough rest where he'll get back into it? He's got a bunch of guys around him that have more experience than him. This could be a nice little shelter for Rory McIlroy. I'm saying that in the most kindest way. Rory doesn't like being up top and everyone poking at him all over the place. He sits just below the surface of Garcia. These are picks. Garcia and Poulter, they'll take all the pressure. They don't care. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about experience. Sergio being a captain's pick, but he's been playing really good golf lately as well. Tenth and sixth in his last two events, and his record is the best. 22-12-7 is his Ryder Cup record. So Sergio is, um, you know, when it comes to the Ryder Cup, he's unmatched but it's interesting elk that the second guy we were talking about polter but it's actually lee westwood his record is 20 18 6 had a brilliant turn of form at the start of 2021 with bay hill and the players championship it's been a little bit on the decline of late but another one with tremendous experience playing in this event yeah and i spoke earlier about putting guys like uh, Jordan Spieth with Scotty Scheffler, a rookie with an experienced player. I don't think we're going to see. I remember seeing Westwood watching on TV when they were playing in Valderrama in Spain and he was partnered. He was a rookie and he was partnered with Nick Faldo. And I never, I never thought I'd ever see uh, Lee Westwood ever miss a putt that week. It was just mesmerizing how good this guy could putt under pressure back then and i'm always shocked when people tell me that lee west west was not a good putter because i played with him for 30 years and i hardly ever see him miss a putt ever so i think you know that's fine westwood um you know possible matchup with westwood who could mess would they put him out with garcia together who's gonna it's gonna be hard to beat those two guys i don't know you know harrington the europeans have a very very tight lip game that they play inside the village where they don't let much information get out and we've they spring the pairings on us and we're all left wondering how they did that and then we see them win and we're like how'd they do that mm -hmm. uh, only three first timers on the team this week in hovland lowry and burnt weisberger i think he's going to be an interesting one to watch the, the team as a whole, I mean, we talk about the guys that are really going to be like lighting the fire and leading them, motivating them. Rory McIlroy is just, of course, he's going to be one of those guys. But John Ram and Paul Casey, then we talk about Garcia and Poulter and Westwood. They have got so many of these like leaders in their team that their locker room dynamic is going to be unmatched. Well, Rory was the number one player in the world. He's been the number one player playing for Europe for a number of years, but now it's John Rahm. John Rahm has no doubt what he wants to get done this week. And he has left a lot on the table this year. He got knocked out of Memorial. He got knocked out of the Olympics. He won the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. Then he got knocked out of Player of the Year, rightly so in my mind, by Patrick Canley, four wins to one. But John Rahm, Diane, is not done. 
with what he wants to get done this year. And this will be something that he'll, I guarantee you, John Rahm will be playing every match this week. And I promise you, we'll probably see him with Sergio Garcia. And that is going to be about That's, as fiery. Period I was going to say fiery is the word. And also with all these bunkers around whistling straights, Rahm and Garcia are going to be right up there. You're not going to win any points. I talked to uh, offline with our producer. I said, you're just not going to win a lot of points. You're not going to play good at whistling straights if you're in the bunkers all day, particularly when you're playing foursomes, alternate shot. Guy hits you in the bunker. Very difficult to compete out of these bunkers. They're on every side of every hole out there, Diane. Some are very nasty. I spoke at the top of the show where I think there's 400 bunkers. There may be more, I don't know, or less. They're everywhere. Yeah. and I was concerned personally with about five or six of them. I knew that if I hit it in a particular bunker, for example, one, two, three, four, the fifth hole, if I hit it in the bunker on the left side of the fairway, I'm not. I'm going to make bogey on that hole every time. So there's some bunkers in these areas, very steep, very nasty. Uh, these guys will figure it out, but still, you've got to hit it straight. I think of Jordan Spieth when he gets off on his driving and he can't drive the ball, they won't win that match without Jordan, you know, down the middle. So it, it's so hard to handicap Diane because I don't know how these guys are going to play under pressure with a partner. Well, they, as we come to the end of the show and I'm asking for a team name, I am doing what I always do and I'm picking with my heart. <laughs> so there's no surprise. I have a lot of loyalty towards the European side this week. So I think that, um, it's, it's the same old, it's the camaraderie. I think that the fans are going to be interesting this week and as the week progresses, we're going to see how that dynamic is a little bit different with a, a US fan dominance, I'm sure. But I'm picking Europe. I mean, there is no question. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> I'm not going to pick today because it's only Monday, but I am going to say this. I have so much respect for the way Europe conducts itself when they play the and they're able to rise up to the moment and do things like Poulter's done. I mean, Ian Poulter's only won one time on our tour, but he's a absolute monster in Ryder Cup. How's he do that? I think maybe he doesn't have to think about his score. He doesn't have to think about anything other than winning this hole. Tremendous player. On the American side, Diane, they've got to get their attitude solidified where I know that there's not all these diva moments. They might come out in a national inquiry uh, tomorrow. Who knows? Something may happen. Um, so I got to wait for some consolidation over there, Diane, before I can make a total pick. And I'll do it before the match because I know you, you're going to. You want to sit on this little fence behind me over here? Like yeah, I'm, I'm sitting on it. Well, <laughs> I don't have to do it because I'm Australian. But yeah, you're right. I think there's a handful of American players. I think this is a sort of a, a turning point for America, Morikawa. Uh, Shoffle, Spieth, Thomas, these are going to be the guys we're going to see for the next five or six Ryder Cups, probably. So this is the start of a new team for them. So I've, I've got to wait, Diane. Okay, that's fair. Right, well, um, my first Ryder Cup, I'm excited. Elk, also my first show as a married woman. Oh, I know. I know. I've been watching. I've been following. What, a what, a, what, what two weeks you've had. I know. It really is. People keep saying to me, oh, my gosh, what, what an end to wedding and honeymoon time by having to come and work here. I'm like, what do you mean? This is the greatest ending to it ever. So your you know, biggest drama would have been if your husband would have uh, or if Garrett would have took a knee 
this week during the Ryder Cup, that would have been really a big problem for you. Well, the other good thing is, is that we're not together because he's the most American man you'll ever meet in your life. So the fact that he's going to be cheering for America, same, I'm used to it though, with my dad being American and my mom being Scottish. So we've always had this dynamic in our family. So anyway, right. Thank you very much for watching our show this week. We're excited for the Ryder Cup. We're excited to see Whistling Straits. Don't forget our Secret Golf show. You can go watch that that we filmed. Elk, when did you film that? What year was it? Uh, maybe like 2016 we had herb kohler we highlighted uh we had the, the pro at whistling straits and we had uh the local chief merchant the <laughs> chief merchant and we had and herb kohler served us big lagers we had lager on the 18th green sitting on there with a red and white tablecloth so you got to check out that show it was a great great fun Great. So it's all on our YouTube and well, we will of course be following along on our Secret Golf social media this week, waiting with bated breath for Elk's overall pick. <laughs> I don't think it's going to make any difference, Diane, but I've got to wait and see what the Deaver side is going to do. Okay. Podcast Network.